0: Let's talk about medi You have a choice, and Molina makes it easy. So let's talk about making your life easier, about extra help to manage your health. Nobody knows medi better than Molina. Visit meetMolinaCA.com. Let's talk today. Welcome to Let's Talk Archetypes with your host. Renowned, intuitive, and author, Roy Solberg. Hello, everyone. Thank you for joining me today. Oh, my goodness. It's been quite a week, hasn't it? One high spot in my life um, is that my grandson, Joshua, came to visit me yesterday. I just love it. I just absolutely love it. You know the old adage, if I knew grandchildren were so much fun, I I would have had them first. <laughs> I think that's the truth. (laughs) It is. um, It's great for me to see young people. My grandsons. I have two grandsons, one twenty-three and one twenty, and then I have two little ones who are eight and six. But it is so refreshing and encouraging for me to see how these young people are using their intuition, how in tune they are with that inner part of themselves. And we're going to talk a little bit about that today. First of all, let me give you the call-in number if you would like to have a reading at the end of the show. Uh, It is 1-877-296-0345. You know, I have been on the air almost a year now. We started July 4th. I started July 4th. I thought that was a good time to begin on on, uh, Independence Day. And my friend Diane Chamniss, she is the one who has um, business solutions on WISN in Milwaukee. And that was the show I just did. It just aired last Saturday. She said to me when I started, give yourself a year. It's going to take about a year for you to feel like you know what you're doing, and it will be a year in July. Now, sometimes I feel like I know what I'm doing, and other times I just fake it. So um, next week, I am going to do an encore show on intuition. And then next month, in June 5th, we're launching the new hour-long show called Spirit Talks from 2 to 3. It's going to give us more time to chat, more time with our guests, more time for discussion, and of course, more time for call-ins. So um, keep that in mind. Keep the number. You know, call in with your questions. So I have some great guests lined up for, for the next couple of months, so I'm sure you'll enjoy them. This last month, we've been talking about consciousness and um This morning, I was reading one of my favorite books, the Tibetan Book of Living and Dying. Highly recommend it. Highly recommend it. Um, And this line caught my attention. It is the teacher's goal, and I'm paraphrasing. It's the teacher's goal to bring your awareness from the outside to the inside to find your authentic self. An outer teacher introduces you directly to the truth of your inner teacher. And your outer teacher represents the embodiment and the voice of your inner teacher healer. So this is why I'm constantly um, emphasizing that you trust your intuition, that you learn your intuition, that you know that w- how that inner voice sounds and you know when you are getting direct um, information, direct confirmation from that inside healer inside voice you know this is my work my purpose is to guide you and and others to see how absolutely powerful and unique you are i want you to recognize that specialness about you because you know as i as i'm always saying you are the best thing that has ever happened to you you made that agreement when you decided to reincarnate that you would express the full power of your spirit and your soul so, my job is to help you recognize that, help you move through the barriers that you 've created because we have barriers we have set it up so that we're we 're kind of of unaware, our consciousness kind of goes to sleep for a while, and we forget that we 're unique spirit and soul so as i said this is this is my purpose this is my work for you to be fully present. To continue your journey,
1: you know
0: I've had the honor of working with great people, absolutely fabulous people, and I remember this one client who walked in appearing. She looked years older than her chronological age. I mean, it was. She was tired. She was uh, at her wits' end, and we spent an hour working on her beliefs and her actions and her archetypes and i as i sat there across from her i could actually watch her get younger <laughs> by the time she left by the time she walked out she looked about 10 years younger than she was that's what happens to us when we are in touch with that spirit energy when we've cleared away all the stuff so Be really clear that when you are working with myself or other people, don't hand your power over to the other person. Don't allow them to tell you what to do and when to do. We don't get to direct your life. All I can do is show you how to clear your life. I think of myself as a starting point. Um, Let me show you the ABCs. Let me show you the truth of it. Because, you know, you've got everything inside of you. (laughs) You are the source. That's all you need to be authentic is to go to that inner teacher because it's there all the time. All intuitives and um, coaches do is help you uncover that. I say all because you're doing the work we get to witness. We get to give you the hope. So anyway, listening, interpreting what you hear is the key to that connection to the inner healer. So... Um, As I said, I'm honored to be a part of the awakening of of my clients and helping them find their heart essence and their spiritual path. So one of the vital parts of shifting to authenticity begins with your consciousness. And that's what we've been talking about for the past few weeks. Moving from that unconscious, unaware part of you into managing the power of your energy through your spirit and soul self. Now, if we tr- if we use the word awareness for consciousness, it gives you it gives you a little bit of a mm, closer idea of how to handle it. What are you aware of? The physical consciousness or awareness begins usually when you feel that something's missing. And then you begin to see the illusions in your life and become aware of your thoughts and your actions and figure out, how are they, you know, how are these working for me? Are they working for me or are they working against me? Then you go into personal consciousness that we talked about last week. You know, digging the well, getting in that dark places of you. And by dark, I don't mean negative. I just mean the parts of you that have not been illuminated. You know, it's kind of like tucking away Christmas presents or birthday presents, putting them in the attic, and then you forgot. <laughs> you forgot you had them. And remember the joy when you find them? <gasps> I forgot all that's what it is to become aware, to become conscious, to get back into that strong spiritual part of ourselves, to begin living your life through the spirit uh, rather than the outside world. This brings you back to wholeness. This is when you begin seeking, what you know, what's true for me? Is this working for me? Does this empower me or disempower me? So it's all part of... A, being willing to look at who I am, where I'm going, uh, am I happy? Is this truly me? Um, Is this, you know, in believing in reincarnation, is this what I signed up for? Or when I signed up for it and decided to be reborn, did I forget, which we all do? Um, So this is, you know, Tuning into your consciousness helps you remember, and if you think of it as putting the pieces of your soul back together, putting the pieces of your spirit back together, like remembering, um, putting that that energy back into its powerful form, that's what consciousness is all about. So we have the physical consciousness, we have the unconscious. We have the personal consciousness, digging into that well to find out what's true, and then we go into the collective consciousness. So if you ask yourself, am I living what's true for me? And am I aware of my own thoughts and the impact of those thoughts that have on others? You're into the collective consciousness. So think of collective consciousness as the ocean. It it Borders on many shores, many different groups, clusters, and think of the waves as individuals. And they come in and they go back into the mass of the ocean. And ocean water always symbolizes spirituality. So these waves are like us. We're all all individual, we're all splashing on the shore at different times. And yet, we are all one and the same in the in the ocean of energy. And you know that we're all energetic beings. We all have a magnetic um, system. We are all electromagnetic, and we magnetize whatever it is to us. So since the ocean has different shores, we have different perspectives. We see the ocean from this angle, you see it from that angle someone in another country sees it from another angle. But the thing to keep in mind is that we are all one body of consciousness. So when it rains in different parts of the country, it just adds more ocean water, right? We are the same way. When we are thinking thoughts, especially with a great deal of emotion, We are adding to that consciousness. We are adding our thoughts to the whole. So when an event or tragedy happens, depending on your age group, you know, people from World War II remember Pearl Harbor when it happened. And I bet you to this day they can tell you what they were doing, who was with them, how they heard about it. The same thing with John Kennedy's death, John Kennedy Jr.'s death. Each generation has one of those collective moments. Lately, it seems like we've been getting a lot of them. 9-11, Newtown, the Joplin tornado a couple of years ago, and now the Moore tornado in Oklahoma. So we are now all one with our attention, our compassion, our fears, our prayers. And that ocean of consciousness is all going out to what we perceive as tragedy in Oklahoma. It's been a rough week. It's been a rough week. And it seems to me that it's been a rough year or two. And our psychologists are saying, you know, there's a lot of the the post-traumatic stress going on. And I think that's true. Not only to the people who were, let's say, let's use the Oklahoma as a... a, um, uh, example, we all empathize and mourn with them through our not only our collective consciousness but also through the media, through our social media. We are now in it and living in it, so not only did it not happen directly to us, but we are still in that post traumatic stress so let 's look at what we 're focusing on as a collective. You know, we can go into the, the shadow victim archetype over things like this and demand to know why it happened. Why did God let it happen? We can also move into the shadow judge and blame God or the devil, at your choice, whatever you whomever, whatever you want to to um rail against. Or we can go like some evangelist and blame it on gays, abortion, feminists, whatever group is being targeted at the moment. The last statement I heard blamed it on the city of Moore, Oklahoma, for lack of prayer. These type of of blames, this judge, shadow judge archetype, doesn't work for me. Uh, It it never has. Because my relationship with a higher power or God is a loving God not one that punishes you if you misbehave or you forget to pray or if you're different somehow than everybody else. So if you are in that archetype of the victim or the judge or the martyr, um, it, it influences the collective consciousness. So it as long as we are... Having our emotions and having our thoughts, which is normal and natural, we are adding to the collective because every thought you have, every emotion that you have, adds to that collective ocean. So I guess we're at a point of asking is that what we want to do with our collective? Is that, do we want to be part of the problem, part of the solution? Do we want to think positive or think negative? So this, well, I had started the series just to talk about about consciousness. So much has happened that I thought we should address this. It's a question of where, again, where are we going to place our collective energy? Because we are one and we are all. And the question is, how can we as individuals empower the collective? So imagine... Just imagine for a moment that you have the ability to activate a thousand points of brilliant rays of light from the ascended masters. Regardless of what you call it angels, gods, spirits, whatever is true for you, just imagine that we have the ability to activate those brilliant rays of light and imagine that this light can flow through your body to purify heal, bless, empower it empowers everything, your personal awareness and sowing within you that seed of enlightenment and this is the source of your absolute spiritual nature and this and it depends on how you are blessing that nature where you're placing your attention so take a moment and if if it's appropriate for you right now I wouldn't suggest this if you're driving <laughs> but take a moment and sit quietly and bring your mind home Just be aware of your breath, breathing in and breathing out. And as you breathe in and you breathe out, allow yourself to become your breath. And hold it just for a moment at the top in-breath. So breathing in, hold it a few seconds and breathe out. And when we do this, we bring our mind back into that inner healer, back into our source. Breath is our connection to spirit, as we know. And so as you breathe, breathe, go through the process of breathing in and breathing out and allowing your mind and your body to relax, then imagine someone sitting in front of you. And you don't have to see them clearly necessarily, just imagine. Pretend. And as you continue to breathe in and breathe out, imagine your heart opening. Just let a vision like a flower opening like a rose opening. Allow that energy of the heart, that compassion of your heart, just to open even wider. And on your next breath, breathe into the person's suffering. And if you like, imagine that its suffering is dark energy. So as you're breathing into the suffering, allow your white breath, all this white light, brilliant light that you're breathing out, allow it to clear away the dark energy to alleviate the suffering. And with this clear white breath, this brilliant cooling light of peace and joy and happiness, and well-being free themselves of suffering. And when we do this, we are allowing the collective energy to heal as well. And so in this collective energy... we are now pouring in more clear cool healing water than we are anguish suffering anger hate so that the water of the collective energy becomes clear and that energy goes to other people through our through our investment of sending out good, positive energy to other people. So now bring your attention back into your own body and allow the light to penetrate each and every cell. Just allow it to move through your body with pure, loving light and allow it to cleanse and heal you at the same time. When you do this exercise, and and let's say, for instance, you're sending this healing energy to the people of Oklahoma, to the people of Boston, to the people of Newtown, wherever there is suffering, you can send it. What you want to be clear on is that you don't take that suffering into your own body. It, you want to keep it outside. I'm showing you with my hands, which I do on occasion on this show. So you want to keep it out of your of your body and let it dissolve between you and the person who is um, who has been suffering. This is send, the way of sending long distance healing. I was doing long distance healing before I even knew <laughs> what long distance healing was. So, so back to consciousness. You want to ask yourself if you're ready to move into this total awakening of your spirit and fulfill your evolution in this lifetime. We are here for a purpose. Or are you going to be swayed on that underneath of the collective consciousness and stay within the limitations of your life? And that's something to think about. Am I playing too small? Am I limiting my life so that I, I don't have to go out there? Do you want to continue entertaining thoughts that solidify your chain of delusion and deny that soul spirit connection? It's a consciousness is a very interesting thing, isn't it? <laughs> Once you become aware, by the way, you can't go back. You can't go back. Once you recognize that there is more to life than than what I'm living right now and I have work to do, you don't get to go back. You don't get to go back and play. So in this moment, this very moment is the moment of your truth. The moment that you recognize your greatness the moment that you realize I am a spiritual soul self and that I am in this sea of consciousness with everyone else and what am I going to do with it? But once you recognize that, then the questioning of who am I is done. (laughs) You're done. The seeking is done. And the searching for something outside of yourself, done because you know it's inside. Now, that doesn't mean that you're not going to go um, find a a teacher, find a a leader, find someone who will um, deepen that awareness of yourself. But, But that constant dance of, oh, I don't know what I'm doing, I don't know who I am, I don't know what my purpose is, once you accept that moment of awakening, You don't get to play that game anymore. You don't get to play that game anymore. So, this next week, I want you to look at your consciousness, your awareness. What is my truth? Is a good place to start? Am I telling myself some story, some tale that isn't quite true? Am I um, living what I know? This is also a good time to write your manifesto. Why am I here? Why do I want to be here? Where do I want to go from here? And how do I want to get there? Because at this point, once you begin that moment of awakening, now you are the one who is definitely um in charge this is what i need to know show me the teacher i'm ready for a new teacher please bring them on remember uh the show that i had with deb carpack and she said i need a new teacher and she walked out to the mailbox and there was our our um postcard for the year of living creatively and um <laughs> I said, well, I guess this is it. Things happen that in in, in um, things happen that quickly. It's syn- synchronistic. So when you when things happen to you, you are doing the same thing. Now, whether they're the ones things that you want. So be clear on what you want. So affirmation for the week. We have a couple of minutes left here. Again, I got this from the Tibetan Book of Living and Dying. By the way, as I said, it's a great book, too, but I want to recommend a couple of more. One is The Seed of the Soul by Gary Zukav. The other one, of course, you can get my um, Spirit of Archetypes in the cards, which is great, too. Those you can order from um, from my website, RoySilbert.com. The... Um, the other one is the holographic universe, and we are going to delve into the holographic universe in, in one of the shows coming up. So there are all sorts of things. It seemed like there was a third one, but I can't. Um, at the oh, um, no, we can't see the soul. Can't think of it right now, so it must not be that urgent. So the affirmation for the week is: Help me, inspire me to purify all my karma and negative emotions, and to realize the pure nature of my mind, my soul, and my spirit. Fill me with joy and energy, wisdom and compassion. Bless me and inspire my understanding. Inspire my understanding. I just love it. I love it, love it, love it. All right, my dears. That closes it out for another week and for the last show of Spirit of Archetypes because we're going to do Spirit Talks on starting June 5th. Um, please join me. In the meantime, have a great Memorial Day. Have a great week. And I will be talking to you again on the 5th. In the meantime, listen to the show on intuition. What is it? Who's got it? And how to develop yours. Next week on AuthenticUradio.com. Have a great week. That's right, Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win?